Hi everyone and welcome back to our podcast formerly known as Tudor Talk Time but from henceforth onwards pending a big rebrand we are now the History Hive and this doesn't mean much is going to change you know it just means that we're going to expand what we're going to be talking about it's going to be a much wider time scale and we're going to be looking at a lot more different places different countries and yeah it should be a lot of fun a lot of fun Woo! <laughs> it's just the same thing with a broader spectrum yeah um and so yeah we've been off for a while but we promise we're on it this time we are going to be having <laughs> bi-weekly is that how you say no, it not bi-weekly that means bi-monthly, bi-monthly, <laughs> bi-monthly, fortnightly, some may fortnightly. say. Well, now that there's a bit of housekeeping done, does anybody have anything exciting to share from the last however long we've been on hiatus for? Happy New Year, everyone. What I want to share with the podcast? <laughs> You're nothing that big. Maybe you too, but I don't need it going out on the internet. A la when Phoebe forgot to when Phoebe posted the unedited version. <laughs> I have nothing me about that. <laughs> I was crying. I was screaming. That was like the most stressful hour of my life. I, I was apology note. But guys, we are back, and we are back with a bang. Hmm. And we so talking, we're back with a boom. Yes. We spent an embarrassingly long amount of time discussing whether we could make the person who we're talking about today into some sort of pun. Um, and I think the and we can. And we can. Yeah. Whether it's a good one, you can decide. It's a great one. <laughs> <laughs> we, are, we are back with a boom dicker. Woo! Come on. That was just so Great beautiful. Fun. And I can only ever really apologise for that. That pun. Yeah. Well, we are very excited today because we were thinking who's a really great person to like kick off this this new chapter of the podcast with. And we figured she was quite good. Um, she's a very inspirational woman. And I think something that was very interesting about her is that a lot of, obviously we've spoken a lot about Elizabeth I and everyone knows her as such a powerful ruler, but there are a lot of parallels between the two of them. And actually even Elizabeth herself would have drawn a bit from Boudicca, like they knew about her and all of that. And so it's just like, there's a lot that connects them. So they both were known to make like good speeches to rally their troops. Obviously they were both like, women who were in quite isolated environments in terms of being a woman yeah 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 I would say something that we do bear in mind when talking about Boudicca is as always history is written by the victors and maybe it's a spoiler alert I mean this did happen thousands of years ago but spoiler alert if you're not up to date on your latest Boudicca law Boudicca doesn't win so <sighs> not only do we have to bear that in mind but also most histories written about her were written hundreds of years later so she kind of became mythic yeah for a while yeah 
um which also is like we're calling her Boudica but there are also lots of other pronunciations out there so yeah. sorry if this is like annoying to you every time that we say it it's Boudica but yeah um she did become quite mythic for a while and also we don't really know much about her because it only a very small period of her life is actually known about <laughs> like a probably round about like a year or something of her life is that what we know about so but without further ado let's talk about Boudicca let's take a look and as Katie said we don't know a lot about her early life and I mean that's probably expected it was quite a while ago but we can yeah, we should, we should reset the time set the scene for the time period yeah, a bit more specific than it was a bit of a while ago it was a bit of a while ago it in was, fact it was. it was a very long time ago it was during the time when the romans had first come to england yeah and we have the celts versus the romans basically to set the scene so we're talking like ad 30s perhaps yeah, around then. Yeah, eighties, forties. I I read eighty forty seven for a date yeah. when the Romans when first, she was born. Not when she was born. Not when she was born, but as for when the Romans came to the Iceni tribe for the first time, and so she was queen at that point. So we can work back from there that she was probably still young, very young at that point. The Iceni tribe itself is based in Norfolk. There is new evidence that perhaps she had an Irish background. Um, there are elements on like her jewellery and stuff that has ties to Ireland. So perhaps she came from there and she would have had some royal blood because she married King Prasitagus of the Iceni tribe. Um, she could have been related to him. She could have just been like a good match. We're not really sure. And she had two young daughters. So that's really kind of what we know about her before she was married. And that's and with the name Boudicca itself, we aren't really sure if that was actually her name or more of a title given to her because the name Boudicca has a lot of ties to the Celtic word for victory. I know that in Irish Gaelic, the word for victory is Boa or Boa. So you already have those ties that just to show how little we sort of know about her that even her name could have been decided after she died to yeah we're not sure if it's a kind of honorific title that was given to her afterwards because we have no other evidence or knowledge of what her name would have otherwise been so I quite like the idea that she was named victory from the beginning from the get-go anyways um she was described as a very striking woman who was tall with a kind of put you in your place could shoot you you know those eyes and put you in your place and flaming red hair that fell all the way to her hips and that yeah she's probably most well known for having like really really bright red hair and all overall she strikes quite a bit of an intimidating figure I think anyway what is interesting though about that description is that was written by Cassius Dio who never actually met Boudicca in fact he was a hundred years after Boudicca and the rebellion so he's just sort of going off of his own little vibe of what he thought she would look like we have to put some trust in him to hope that maybe he spoke with people or looked at other histories and that is where he got this image from her but yeah again just have no other kind of option yeah yeah 
I think um, the closest we have is the other Roman historian. So Cassius Dio is one of them. And then the other one, Tacitus, he, I think his grandfather was alive at the time of Boudicca and might have seen her in person. But that's the closest we have to like an actual eyewitness observation of what she was like. Yeah. I just think it's interesting, Alias, one of you, I forget who mentioned like ties to Elizabeth. And yet again, we've got the flaming red hair, very striking look. Yes, the connection between our ginger queens. Um, but in terms of Prasitagus himself, he was said to his rule was meant to be peaceful and quite prosperous. He had made the Iceni tribe a client kingdom to the Romans. So technically the Romans didn't rule over them. It was meant to be more of a partnership and it protected the Icenis from being taken over. But once he dies, this kind of goes a bit wrong. Yeah, so basically he made um the Emperor Nero co-heir with his daughter in order to like curry favour with the Romans and he'd his aim was to keep his kingdom and household free of attack. And the thing is with being a client kingdom is that the Iceni tribe surrendered almost instantly when the Romans came in. And it's even suggested they were one of the 11 key tribes that um, surrendered straight away to the Romans. But this meant that they weren't sort of depleted by warfare. They were still very strong at the time of Boudicca because they had soldiers, they hadn't been in active fighting for this reign. So I think that is why Boudicca, in a way, is able to have that sort of push forward and fight that she does because they were in such a strong position. Mm-hmm. So in 60 CE, he died, and the Roman governor of Britain, whose name I'm not sure I should try and pronounce, Suetonius Paulinus. Yeah, yeah, there we go. Kind of love what that name. <laughs> um, decided to plunder the land and the household of Prasutagus after his death with the Roman officers and their slaves, they also... They violated his daughters and his and wife her. in public, which was probably, which was a tactic to try and make sure the Iceni tribe were kind of so terrified that they would just submit to the Romans. Yeah, they, they were publicly frightened. And other, chief, other Iceni chiefs and their families suffered in a very similar matter and their families were also treated like slaves unsurprisingly the Iceni weren't too happy with this and neither and you know some of the other tribes around them they weren't too impressed either Boudicca instigates the revolt of the Iceni to oppose the Romans in AD 60 the rebels are said to have burned and I'm using their modern names but there were other names (laughs) back then the rebels are said to have burnt Colchester, St Albans, London and many other military posts. According to, obviously, the Roman historians, they killed 70,000 Romans and pro-Roman Britons. But obviously, take it with a pinch of salt. We don't know. Still pretty impressive. Very impressive. And I mean, the Boudicca's warriors successfully de- defeated the Roman Ninth Legion, and Colchester was sort of the capital of Roman Britain at this point. So it is a huge feat what they accomplished. Yeah. 
Um, in Boudicca was reported to have said, like, as a battle cry, to say, win the battle or perish. That is what I, a woman, will do. You men can live on in slavery if that is what you want. And I think that is so cool. Um, and some people think that she played a bit on being a woman to be like, if I can be this strong as a woman, then you should be stronger. You should be matching my strength mm. and my bravery and used that to sort of encourage I don't know yeah no for sure because also like I mean I guess the other thing to think about is that um the way the kettles fought was very different very like a lot more aggressive and like scare tactics than the Romans the Romans kind of are what we would associate more with like modern military whereas the Celts were a little bit feral but like credit to them like but yeah there it was a bit more you know like that um so she's being like she's basically like buck up guys if I can act like this what are y'all doing yeah yeah and Uh, Tacitus like even puts that in his account like he very much kind of plays on the fact that she's non-roman she's like an other compared to the romans and her way of doing battle is like barbaric and all of that it's savage and but also like both of them are very like untrustworthy because you can see how gendered their opinions are like tacitus in other like in describing other women he calls them imbecilis which means weak and inulidus which means sickly and it is just like a product of the time like they will think women can't rule and that women are like lustful and greedy um and then Cassius as well he shows Nero as a really weak leader and he associates him with femininity and thinks that like under Nero the whole Roman regime is just becoming weak and effeminate but the fact that Boudicca is still ineffective even against like a weakened Roman state he again links to like the weakness of women in his accounts yeah um so unfortunately for Boudicca eventually Suetonius regrouped his forces and amassed an army of almost 10,000 men defeated the rebels um Boudicca's army was crushed and we believe that she poisoned herself in order to escape whatever punishment the Romans would have had in store for her a true warrior queen It's not a nice ending, but in a way, it's kind of heartbreaking. Yeah, but it's very respectable how she did manage to bring power back into her own hands, even at the last moments, that she wasn't going to let them weaken her by being at their mercy. Yeah, I also think it's a very impressive, I think it's also very impressive how much they managed to achieve in their uprising. Mm-hmm. Um, because obviously the Romans had invaded, and so you know, to obvious, and we do have a very biased history of the Celts because the majority of it, in terms of warfare and stuff, is written by the Romans. But the Roman army was very famous for all the like tools that it had in its possession, which the Celts, especially as independent tribes, if you think about it, it's very impressive that she managed to bring them all together like that and have them fight as a group. I think it speaks a lot to her power and leadership. 
And I think it just shows a lot that, like, we all know about her, like, you're taught about her in primary school in a way that's just, like, you don't, we don't actually on the syllabus, it's not much goes back that far, but you remember her and you remember, like, the fact that she was this warrior queen. She became queen in um, 60 um, CE, as as we said, but she died in either 60 or 61. So we have very limited time of kind of know of her being on our historical radar if you will yeah and yet we know so much I think it's so impressive I will say I didn't actually realize this before we decided but maybe I can pretend that I did before we decided to do Boudicca but there was a film that came out in 2023 called Boudicca about Boudicca um and I would recommend to go and watch it but it's got awful awful ratings um (laughs) Two out of five stars um, for pretty much everything it could be bad for. Uh, although one review, I read a lot of reviews in, in this last week for this movie because it really is across the board not enjoyed by people. But um, yeah, I mean, one of the reviews said the one... You're not selling it, Phoebes. I know, well, I'm not trying to. I haven't watched it. So maybe go and watch it and... Let us know. He's giving her open and honest. I'm giving her open and honest. We're transparent here. (laughs) I'm not going to tell you to to watch a movie. I'm not led to believe it's any good. But um, yeah, if you fancy watching something about Boudicca, there was a very modern movie. It had it had that actress in it, and the only other thing that I recognised her from being in was in the Death of Stalin movie. She played the pianist. Um, such a niche and one, one review said maybe she's a bad actor or maybe she's just not as good when she's not speaking in French and I thought <laughs> that was pretty harsh but, um, but yeah. if you're looking for visual media there's also a great horrible history episode on her <laughs> that, that was actually the end the line I wanted to end on for but you know, we've we've spoken about Boudicca, but I think the note we should end on is slaughtered, dismembered, our tribe always remembered, Boudicca, <laughs> superstar. Boudicca, don't diss this miss. I think we just leave it there. What else is there to say? That Thank was just you. such beautiful poetry to end it on. I think- yeah, that should be our new tradition. Phoebe reads a little poem at the end. <laughs> Related to what we're talking about. I don't know if I would call that a little poem, but we should. God, we do have some good times here, and that's why you should uh, follow us. Go and check yeah, out so our I hope Instagram. You should. It's got a new name. Yes, it does have a new history name. History Hive. History Hive Podcast. Is it a History Hive? History Hive Podcast. The History Hive Podcast. We have a Twitter. A- Please do not reach out to us on Twitter. I think everyone but Phoebe is logged out of the email, so. <laughs> yeah, if you want to speak. You can, to you can give it a go. <laughs> Thank you guys for listening, and we hope you enjoyed it. We hope you're liking the new kind of format. It's just going to let us do a whole lot more, and we're happy. Yeah, and we'll see you in two weeks for another episode of The History the... Hive. The History the Hive. History the History Hive. Okay, okay, okay wait. Count Three. Two, one. The The history history of...